Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We probably should just name this podcast episode Girls Meets Girls. Because <laughs> when you were saying Girl Meets Show, I was like, it's so funny that we are recording an episode about girls and it's in our title and that's fun. We just love when that happens. Actually, coming up with the title for the episodes is one of the hardest parts of editing the podcast. (laughs) I agree. A look behind the curtain. Like was mentioned last week, we are discussing the HBO series Girls. And I cannot wait. It was truly the highlight of my life to rewatch this show. And didn't know that we would even get an episode. A chance to record a podcast episode about it so I'm very excited no that is what's like extra fun about it is that like we were just doing this we were just watching it for fun mm-hmm. the rewatch and apparently so is the rest of the world so literally the rest of the world which we will get into but before we dive into girls let's hurry and go through news what do you have for us this week, Jordan? Um, in Yellow Jackets season two updates, uh, Showtime dropped the trailer. I thought it looked great. I never watched it because I was waiting for it to show up on my feeds and it never did. Like I just saw that it dropped, but I never saw the actual trailer. Mm. Back, back to the usual business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I have some I did not watch this week too. <laughs> so... Don't worry, but I did watch this one and it looked good. I'm so, I'm just getting really excited for the new season. Um and they also posted pictures um and he's in the trailer, but pictures of Elijah Wood, which was exciting. That is very exciting. See, I saw that picture, but in my defense, the actual trailer never showed up in my feed, so I was never given an opportunity to watch it. It's because Twitter is just, they're just always rearranging where everything is. It's very infuriating. It really is. Um, But also in my defense, I watched this trailer, which is a movie that's going to be on Amazon Prime on February 10th, titled Somebody I Used to Know, made by Alison Brie and her husband, Dave Franco. And the trailer was really good. I'm, like, very excited. That's the trailer I did not watch. <laughs> okay, great. Well, you got to watch it. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. And I feel like maybe long ago you had said they were, work- right, like, writing a movie together. But I didn't know that Jay Ellis was going to be the freaking guy in it. That's so mm-hmm. just the best news in the world. It's so great. Also, Danny Pudi's in it. Ah! Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so adorable in all the ways. So, Allison Brie basically has, like, one of the world's cutest husbands. They write a movie together, and then she gets to have Jay Ellis as her love interest. That's that's mm-hmm. a pretty good life. <laughs> it truly, truly is. Did I mention February 10th? That's when it comes out. Wow. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to <laughs> us. Um... This was this is just so weird, and I think that everyone on the internet feels very weird about it. That um, Paramount Plus is doing a Zoe One Hundred and One sequel movie, and 
Nearly the entire original cast, including Jamie Lynn Spears, is going to be in it. And everyone is saying, why? Boo. You don't <laughs> like her anymore. This is really um, cringy and problematic. She must have been working really hard to get this because it is so shocking and funny. Yes. But I did see there is one important person that is not returning, and that's Austin Butler. <laughs> <laughs> they pr- he probably <sighs> wanted to, but they told him he had to lose the Elvis accent, so he said no. <laughs> he said, you can pry that away from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> Don't you wish I had done that in an Elvis voice? <laughs> I really do. I really thought you were going to do it, and I was really excited. You might have heard me hesitate. I did I did debate it for a second, and then I said, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that to yourself no. and to everyone else. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know he was in that show. I've definitely seen a lot of episodes of Zoe 101. Never knew he was in it. Is he in, like, one episode? <laughs> you know, I don't know, but when I, I saw a picture of him from his Zoe 101 days, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Oh, okay. I think he was like a main character, actually. I don't think I ever realized that that was who it was, though. Like, I didn't connect that that was the same person. No. Well, he's just never really been on my personal radar until, like, the last year, and now I can't get him out of my radar. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could block him. <laughs> <laughs> good, but also not good news. Um, Minx was picked up and saved by the one and only Stars. <laughs> Like the singular streaming service slash like whatever they're called that we definitely don't have. And I don't know that we've watched ever. I don't think we've ever watched a single thing from it. But I just realized that they're they're the ones who have Party Down, right? The new (gasps) Party Down. Oh, that is hmm. the combination of these two shows might get me to sign up for like a month you know yeah hmm that maybe is maybe we'll have to do a one month sign up and then just watch a ton of shows and then cancel yeah i do feel like a lot of times if i google to see if a movie is streaming that i want to watch a lot of times it is on stars and i'm sad because i don't that's true can't watch it so maybe i'll take a peek at their movie catalog but yeah, that was, <laughs> it was like instantly happy and, oh, seriously, like <laughs> of all the streamers out there. Oh, well. Um, My last piece of news is that Netflix dropped the trailer for the Pamela Anderson documentary, Pamela, A Love Story. Um, And the trailer was really good. You I, watched it. That is a trailer I also watched. Yes. Because... Wow. Like you were saying, it just showed up in my feed and <laughs> I didn't press pause. Um, it's coming to Netflix on January 31st. Great. I did not see anything about that. So that is all news to me. Yeah, it was good. It's like she clearly feels, you know, she's not really in favor of Pam and Tommy the show. But that show gave me a lot of context for Pam Anderson, you know, so... Yeah. I appreciate this documentary more because I saw that and I thought it was like a loving portrayal of her and sympathetic. So I I want to watch it. I think her documentary looks really good. Me too. I'll watch. 
Um, I actually have three pieces of news left, but I'll what? I'll do a quick. I'll do them in a quick round and in order of most interesting. Um, number three, uh, they're bringing back Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> I and- did see that. Yes. <laughs> It's being done by the original creator and 40 episodes have been ordered and they're going to be split up into two seasons. I don't even know what streaming service it's on. It's um, got to be Disney Plus would be my guess. I would but think so. Um, wow. But that's fun. That is fun. Oh, people in the comments are mad because Perry's not in the... Um, picture that they put that variety posted that's oh funny. my gosh because <laughs> he's not in the picture it's like oh that's like the platypus right i know i know phineas and yeah Ferb. you know like, for phineas like he's gonna be in the show that's r- people are so weird maybe phineas maybe maybe perry was canceled i don't know maybe. i don't i don't know his political beliefs <laughs> Uh, okay and then second is dave is going to be starting on april 5th season three very excited about that what is that on again is that on hulu it is on is it yeah it's one of those fx on hulu shows nice um and then number one i can't believe you didn't bring this up um Photos have been posted from the And Just Like That set with Sarah Jessica Parker holding, honestly, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Actor or character or both? Both. Because <laughs> I can only remember Aiden is the character name. Yeah, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. And I always remember John Corbett like five minutes later. I'm actually shocked that I could pull that out right now. <laughs> honestly, I am amazed. Thank you. Um, yeah, there are photos of them walking in the street, holding hands, both wearing wacko outfits. He, like, the actor still, he looks hot now. And he did not look hot in that photo, in my opinion. No. Personally. He does not. His hair is, like, a little too long and yes. stringy. Yes. And the jacket he's wearing is really wacky. And her outfit is classically wacky as well. But, yes. again, remember how, like, season one, there were so many photos of how... Of, like, their insane outfits. But then when you're watching it, like, it, I didn't bat an eye. Like, everything looked pretty good and normal. Like, I didn't think anything was that weird. Yes. So, so I'm hoping that that's the case with these. But mm-hmm. it's just very interesting. And I guess after a long... It's a long time coming that yes. he's back. I feel like they should have kept that a surprise. I know that's, like, building up hype, but, like, people were going to watch season two anyway. I would have fallen off my couch if I, if he, like, was a surprise. So I just kind of wish they hadn't posted it, but it but is maybe they'll exciting. kill him off in the first episode, too. We don't know what's going to happen. Maybe. They're just walking wow. down in the middle of the street holding hands and a car runs him over. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it was a picture of him visiting the set, visiting his friend, Sarah Jessica Parker, and he's not actually in yeah. the show. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We'll never know. Oh, man. Well, like was previously mentioned, we both rewatched Girls independently. Well, 
I think I did. I inspire you, Jordan. I I kept, couldn't yes. stop talking about it after I was rewatching it. Well, I definitely had FOMO. I've had FOMO already because scenes kept like kind of popping up on TikTok and stuff. And then yes. we had a friend on Twitter say she was watching it for the first time. And then you officially mm-hmm. started, and I said, "Okay, enough is enough. I'm I have the worst FOMO right now." So you were the for mm-hmm. sure the final straw. But there's definitely something in the air because, like, Matt Rogers is uh, said on Los Culturistas that he was rewatching. Um, I think a lot of people are being inspired by the movie Megan. And then, yeah, TikTok. And I know the influencer Tinks has been rewatching it as well. It just kind of feels like everyone's rewatching it. And, yeah, there's something in the air and it just feels right. I haven't been kind of had the itch ever since we watched Catherine called birdie a little bit because i was like oh wow yeah, yeah watching a lena dunham project is very satisfying it is so for our top three we are going to rank the top three things we related to the most during this rewatch this was my third time rewatching it and it was your second correct correct um i also just realized how much we also discussed girls when we were doing our 200th episode and how it kind of came up in that episode I don't remember if you had started your rewatch yet I probably I don't think I had okay I hadn't because that was before Christmas those were just all Um, things that were laying the groundwork yes and it's funny because I actually had a friend recently that was like oh like you guys talk about girls on your podcast a lot and like maybe (laughs) I maybe we do like I just hadn't even realized it but I really do think that it's just like always relating to like other things we've watched and is kind of like uh keystone of television I'm gonna say it I think that it like you can see its effect in the way that tv shows are now and dark comedies are now like it just brought about this like kind of new wave i think yeah i agree um and i mean i think i need to rewatch it at least every five years because i think i'll relate mm-hmm. to different things every f- couple years 100 and maybe that'll stop now that i'm like over 30 and the characters are i'm now like older than most of the characters at this point um like was this my final time watching it where i relate <laughs> so heavily to it part of me hopes so and part of me hopes not <laughs> I don't think so because even though like their parents aren't in it that much, like there's still like older perspectives in there. That's true. You know, that's true. And Ray will always be older than us. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Cause he's like there at one point he's like, I'm a 33 year old man. And I was like, I'm 34. <laughs> <laughs> and he just has like a, you know, 60 year old energy so no matter yeah, what number he so says true. he'll he's he'll always older a lot older yeah okay so you as a 34 year old me as a 30 year old here are the top three things we related to the most during this rewatch um jordan you go first um one moment i related to i think that the first time i watched this i was probably I was probably like 28-ish, so still older than the main characters. 
but I feel like I was like I had I was more impatient with the characters I think especially Hannah who obviously like there's plenty of reasons to be frustrated with Hannah in this show but what you're supposed to be exactly yes but I feel like I was more sympathetic for her journey and like whatever probably her out of all four I probably was the most sympathetic for her this time around actually but um specifically when the girls go to that to it's not the Hamptons it's like the richer part of the beach (laughs) city and they're on that vacation and I was just like I related to Hannah so much on that trip where I just was like yeah like I would want to relax and like I wouldn't want Marnie up in my face constantly I don't know I just really I related to that and the trip episode is just really really good sadly I think I related to that more so on Marnie's like Marnie's side because like I'm such a control person but like controlled fun is literally the opposite of fun and like (laughs) I just related to like you have this like perfect scenario in your head like oh we're Mm -hmm. all going to be together on this vacation and we're going to have this beautiful moment where we all say exactly how we're feeling and we're all gonna bond and become so much closer from it and like all the things that have been bothering us will be said and go away and it'll be great and like I 100% have had those experiences and they just never work out that way. So got to stop doing that. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the difference between you and Marnie is that Marnie also wants, like, she doesn't actually care what the other girls have to say to get off their chests. Like it's always, she just has something to say and wants to say it. Exactly. And she like, like she also wants to control what their emotions are in that scenario. So it's like in her head, it's not even truly bonding or I mean like in reality, it's not true bonding. And so, yeah, don't worry. You are not like Marnie. (laughs) (laughs) That's very nice of you. you. I mean, I do relate to having expectations of how something's going to go and being really annoyed when, and like not wanting to go with the flow when someone else changes it all. I just really related to, Hannah and also because like Hannah I do not like being in situations where it's like forced intimacy forced vulnerability if I'm not there yet myself and that's where she was at and so she was like no you cannot force me to do that you know Mm -hmm. so yeah wow great answer well I I already love this I don't even care if anyone listens to this episode it's (laughs) fun for me and you i'm having a great time (laughs) um my number three is actually from the second to last episode um shoshana and her at her engagement party and again marnie controlling the situation and trying to have forced group therapy yes and it's another situation where it's like marnie like the group therapy is about how can we make Marnie feel better? It's not mm-hmm. like she doesn't really want to know what everyone else's deals are. It's so funny. No, She just wants everyone to stop being awkward because it's <laughs> making her feel anxious. Yes. <laughs> that um, moment is so freaking good. It's so good. And I really appreciate Shoshana in that episode. And in that moment, Because she's just, like, saying it like it is. And although I do think that she could have a little bit more emotion 
that more, play, play a little more tact to it <laughs> yeah. yeah but like i'm like pretty big on like the there's no there's no need to like stay friends with people or have people in your life just because there is history there like it is okay for like friendships to like change and um i really subscribe to the idea of like different tiers of friendships and um letting those friendships change tiers and like just change their meaning to you and uh that was basically what shoshana was saying was like we don't have to all be friends just because we've all been friends forever like it's okay that we have all changed and like i'm choosing to change my life by letting different people into my life because honestly like none of them were there are really there for Shoshana anyway so like I felt like that was the very emotionally mature thing to do although she did it in an immature way Mm -hmm. but I just really related to that beautifully said (laughs) don't even have anything to add it did make me think about it's just making me think about like the finale and like how the season ends my first watch of the show like I knew kind of that the finale was like weird and this time watching it I was like okay to me this the second to last episode is the finale and the actual final episode is kind of like an epilogue you know like yes that's a great way of putting it it's almost like the last episode is its own like little short film it's like it's mm-hmm. so different and the the second to last episode does have like these really great kind of like closing montages for all these other characters and that helped me end the show on a really positive note because I think the first time watching I was like oh this is weird I don't like this episode you know the last mm-hmm. episode was better but now it's like okay it's just different it totally is like an epilogue to the series in my opinion Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's perfectly said and I agree um my number two when I was watching this this the series again I wasn't taking notes because I was just watching it for my fun Mm -hmm. my fun for fun (laughs) I was watching it for my fun oh I like that (laughs) it's like my allotted fun for the day (laughs) literally though My fun and my therapy. Um, I So once we decided we were going to record an episode on this, I started taking notes. But my first note is I'm in my Ray era. Uh-huh. And so my second one is Ray when he's like yelling at all of the people who are honking on the street. That is 100% something I would almost do. Like just a few weeks ago... There was some sort of like annoying alarm going on outside and I like went outside and was trying to figure out where it was coming from because it was driving me absolutely insane. And um, so I just felt very Ray in that moment. And um, I do think I'm a little bit too ornery when it comes to like situations like that. And I watching Ray and his reactions actually helped me be like, wait a second I think I do that and I do not like that so I need to stop (laughs) well I think maybe watching this show it is kind of like that it's like a magnifying glass where you're like okay these characters are all very exaggerated but they are they 
there's so many real things about them that it's like if you watch this show and you're like I am like this I should maybe take a look at my life and maybe mm-hmm. if I relate to this character see how it's working out for them and maybe make some changes in my own life or my <laughs> attitude at least you know totally yeah like it um really showcases all of my like least favorite things about me and other people yes but in a beautiful way that also makes you look at people with empathy. Mm-hmm. And in an entertaining way. In a funny way. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's kind of the summary of the show right there, you know? Literally, my my fourth note is, this show really is so funny. <laughs> it is. It's so good. And there's so many things that are so painful to watch happen. But uh, it's just, it's also funny while it does it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like, it's so good, I almost want to just start it over. <laughs> I know, same. <sighs> but I I did really enjoy going back and watching because I felt like even though so much of it was in pop culture, like I knew a lot about the show before I'd ever, ever even watched it, kind of like Game of Thrones situation where it's like, it was like the show. It was always being reported on. It was everywhere. And if you were on Tumblr mm-hmm. during this time, which like, who wasn't? You saw mm-hmm. gifts and quotes and like all this stuff, you know, but I still, there were so many things that I had forgotten about that was like a joy to revisit. Truly. And fun because they even talk about Tumblr a lot in the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, I mean, that's another thing about this show is that like somehow it doesn't really feel dated even though they are like making specific pop culture references they're wearing the fashions of that time which is like the 2010s but it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. it feels very current in like aesthetic and everything like it doesn't it feels timeless while you're watching it it doesn't feel super dated yeah it's truly wild i would be very interested to hear i mean i know that like gen z is watching because of tiktok but, like, I'd be interested to hear about it from their perspective because, yeah, yeah, like, so many things are very, like, very tied to being in our generation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's still evergreen, too. It's yeah. wild. But, yes, clearly something is resonating, you know, even though it's, mm-hmm. like, kind of the definition of millennials. It's, like, if you are someone who hates millennials, you'll watch the show and be, like, see, that's why. <laughs> But it's like, (laughs) sorry that we exist, but. Well, it's probably, I've probably, I think I've talked about this before because I, it's one of my favorite slash least favorite things to think about and talk about. And I know I've brought it up before, but like the human experience, and this is actually a very big portion of the final episode of the show is like you think you're alone and like no one understands you and like you're going through these things and like only you understand and no one else but like literally everyone goes through the same things and like feels the same things it's just like different scenarios in which they experience them mm-hmm. and like this show just helps you really come to terms with that and realize it and how that can be extremely beautiful but also extremely sad that like we're not unique in our experiences yeah it's true yeah the show does a good job of showing that well and just like getting out of your own well it's kind of okay speaking of getting out of your own head and like having perspective about other people 
it's like we were mm-hmm. just talking about this with Fleischman is in trouble and like yes. a similar thesis which I love and need to be better at as does everybody I hope mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no I only think about myself <laughs> it's just us <laughs> oh my gosh well, I'm only on my number two <laughs> My number two thing was, I don't know if this is something I've related to, but it was a very notable difference of my first time viewing to the second time, which I actually have a, quite a few things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But this time I was like so bothered when Hannah, especially like uh, it was like she just started writing at GQ and I was like, why would you even think about leaving? You have no money this is a normal steady job it's like what are you thinking like I know it's not artistic in any way but you've got to just stick it out like you need a job you need money um so I definitely felt like an adult when I got to those scenes and I was like stop it you you need to work I felt the exact same way like when she starts that cushy job with um, Mr. Maisel as, as her boss and Mr. Maisel as her coworker. Yeah. I was just like, I forgot about this and I just cannot believe like, how does she even leave that job now that I'm thinking about it? Luckily she stays for a little while, but she does, she leave yes. eventually because it's not like her artistic writing and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's true. Okay. And I remember like when that happens, I, I have this thing where it's like I just like don't really relate to people like that who are like have to follow their artistic dreams or like entrepreneurs like people who have that entrepreneurship inside of them. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that inside of me at all. Like I I will work for the man until I die. I like to be told <laughs> what I'm going to what to do. I like to be given like know exactly how much I'm going to make that month and have a consistent paycheck. And I applaud people who are not like that. And that is one of the reasons why I just, like, have a hard time relating to um, Hannah is because of, like, the, yeah, her, like, not just staying, sticking with a job that's, like, really, really good just because she's, like, a little bored. Mm-hmm. But props to her. But, yeah, I was also screaming, like, why don't you stay here? <laughs> my gosh like at least for a year and save some money exactly and yeah so i was relieved on that because i feel like she tries to quit on like the first day but then luckily Mm -hmm. doesn't but i was like freaking out i was like no this is your worst mistake yet if you leave (laughs) oh my gosh which is saying a lot right poems at night or something (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) well i'm realizing that i think i went I said my two first two in a row, so I'm sorry that oh. I got us off track. I didn't Did even I? notice. Um, my number three, I mean my number one, is um, I remember when I watched this for the first for the second time, which was back in 2020. I related to Marnie a lot, unfortunately. Wow. And I was relieved that I felt it less this time. However, um, I, it really hit me when, um, 
the Central Park episode, the famous episode of Marnie and Charlie. So iconic. And um, where she like goes to Charlie's apartment and is like immediately like, well, why are you doing this? And why aren't you doing it this way? And like trying to like control him to like, and like she has a good heart. She literally just wants him to like live his best life. But like um, she comes, she like realizes in that moment, she's like, oh, like, I don't need to control you. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, it's not my problem. Like, you should live however you want. And I feel like I'm kind of in that stage right now where I'm like, oh, I kind of do that. And my way, even though I think it's the best way, and it probably is the best way for me, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is the best way for other people to live. And um, I really just, I liked that she recognized it in that moment. And I just really related even though I hate to admit it (laughs) well it's very enlightened of you thank you um and what's funny though is that like Marnie she I mean they all do but she especially reverts back into her tendencies you know Mm -hmm. so often and so um yeah didn't have like a really a point there but that is the thing that she does (laughs) she truly does and but I had forgotten like re-watching this I was reminded that like her and Hannah I mean all of them this whole show is just like kind of about character development like I really loved another scene I really love is when they go to that random like cabin with Desi and Mm -hmm. Desi and that's when she (laughs) finds out that Desi is like um on pills and when like her marnie and hannah are like sitting on the kitchen floor like having a heart to heart and hannah's like we like both only care about ourselves like we're so selfish and like they both kind of have this realization and i just like love that they were like close enough that they could like have that conversation and not be mad at each other because it was pretty rare for them to be able to have that and like just like the self realization they both had in that moment was like really cool and big and yeah the character development i love it it's true i feel like it's done really well especially those two like i think in season two they like can't admit to each other that they're like flailing and Mm -hmm. kind of crashing and burning with all their goals at the time you know Mm-hmm. so yeah that's a lot of growth we love to see it we do um my number one i didn't want to spoil it earlier but my number one is <laughs> i related to ray <laughs> <laughs> yay um he's not one of i mean he's a he's a main character but he's he's obviously not one of the core four girls but um like he's actually in the show maybe more than adam is but now that I think about it, he's really important. Yeah, it's true. And he gets a lot of growth, too, because, like, it's, like, at the beginning, he's the character where it's, like, oh, it's cool to hate everything. It's cool to be negative. Like, he's not technically maybe trying to be cool, quote, unquote, but, like, he is, like, the hater. And he's, like, I'm the skeptic and blah, blah, blah. And as it goes on, like, with Marnie... He's like, I just want to talk to you. Like, I want 
I want like a real relationship. I, I'm like, I want love in my life. And he's like, starts like realizing that about himself that he's like, I actually want to be happy and I want meaning in my life. And Mm -hmm. I relate to that. It's like, okay, like what is it that I really want? Like what, how do I make things matter to myself? And, um, yeah, I love how he ends too. He ends like so happy and up with so a character you would literally never have guessed he would ever even want. Well, even even Shoshana, it's like they're such close friends, but she doesn't really see his character development. That she's like, you're gonna hate this girl. Like she's just like you're. I love her, but you're gonna hate her and all this stuff. And then like he ends up like falling in love with this like happy happy person. Like it's amazing. I love it. Okay, I was actually okay. I have so many, so many responses and thoughts to all of that. Um, I'm gonna come back to how he ends up, but first I wanted to say, um, that I also like when he is like breaking up with Marnie and he's, he's like, I don't need you here with me. Like I want you here with me. Mm-hmm. Like that part, oh, it broke my heart and it made me cry a little bit. Like it was so good because it was just like. I re- I mean, I relate to him being like an older single person who's like had to live his life without people and like he's fine on his own, but like he wants other people and like wants them to want to be with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, he's like you can't stay for growth. for 20 minutes through like going through this stuff this, with me. Like this really important life event that he's going through. Yeah. And it was also, I I also really related how he's like, it's not only that it's a really emotional scene, like going through the, the belongings of like a beloved person who's died, but also he was Mm -hmm. having fun. Like, he's like, I'm loving going through this stuff. Like you don't even, you don't enjoy going through this old stuff. Yeah. Like even just to see him excited would be so, yes. Like if I were Marnie, I would have been like, I, 10 out of 10 in love at that moment totally but I mean it's just so telling that's like she didn't want someone that was growing and she was also like scared to grow kind of you know like yeah she was was like miserable from feeling anything yeah and so if she had to feel anything she would have felt guilt yeah so yeah it's just like it was really really smart character moments like that 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 moment really stuck out to me too when they break up and yeah it's wild especially because like she's still in the mindset where like he's out I'm out of his league anyway he should just be grateful that I'm even near him at all kind of thing and he's like well Mm -hmm. I want to be enjoying my life and I feel purpose and I feel driven and I want to spend time with you I don't know I've I was also really moved by that. And I think it is so telling that now us watching this in our thirties, those are the moments that really stick out to us. Where it's like, <laughs> I don't remember any of that plot from when I watched this before. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I was like a little bit hesitant. I'm like, okay, so we, we are both relating to Ray right now. Mm-hmm. So as far as like the age groups that we are relating to, like we're, we are closest to Ray in age now. So like next time we watch it, is it, is it Hannah's parents? I don't know. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> it's going to be like, who's a million years old in this show? 
anytime there's a professor involved, like the principal yeah. of the school Hannah teaches at. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and then also, okay, Ray's um Ray's ending. I I like what you said about it. I was watching it and I was annoyed by it. I can't remember how I felt the previous two times I watched it. Um but it just felt like it felt very clear like it was like don't forget that Ray is actually a main character and <laughs> like tacked on at the very end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um but I do I agree with you like it was like he's changed and he literally just wanted someone who was like interested in him and like the things that he's interested in. Yeah. And so like the minute that someone shows him any sort of uh interest and not like just for the sake of being interested but they were like genuine and in that interest was mm-hmm. like all he really wanted I, I i like that you kind of helped me change my tune on that because i was kind of like that it was it felt rushed to me definitely i mean i agree with that i would have maybe liked to see them meet earlier in the season or something and it gets like explored a little bit but i also it's like i almost think it's it feels rushed and it makes sense because he's not as important as the other characters so it's kind of like here's what happened to him and then you literally like that's the end we don't see his character again you know so it's kind of like yeah it's true i don't know i could i could see either argument but i yeah i was loving it it's kind of sad we don't get to see him at shoshana's engagement party i was looking for him we're so close i know well (laughs) i was like i was kind of thinking about that too because i was like looking for him kind of in the background or something that would have been interesting if he was just in the background with ad bryant like at the party yeah. or something. but also like shoshana seat was kind of weird when the three of them were like hanging out so i was almost thinking like maybe shoshana realized like they have a genuine friendship but like they but they both have changed a lot too and maybe yeah and she started dating someone else maybe like we don't we don't get to see how that dissolved you know which is kind of lame that would have been kind of nice to see because I, their relationship, especially when they stop dating and they're just friends, is really a fun part of the show. Yeah, I love it. I really like it. Um, speaking of Ray, one of my other notes is just what would this show be like with dating apps? Like, what if they remade mm. the show now? They would have to include online dating, and like, what would that be like? Because in the show, he's the only one who even deals with online dating because he mentions like eHarmony (laughs) (laughs) which goes to show how dated this show was and like still so relatable is wild to me but it was fun to think about that oh my gosh I mean that would be like a huge a huge part of from the get-go of season one if Mm -hmm. like was tinder even really around yet you know I don't think it was I don't think so Someone would have mentioned it at least one time, if it were. For sure. Let's see. This show started in 2012 and ended in 2017. So I guess maybe Tinder was around at the very end of that, but I can't remember. I feel like the first time I ever downloaded Tinder, I was definitely out of college. And I graduated college in 2012. But Okay, so I guess it was around. like, Yeah... So maybe they just didn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. But maybe that's why I also like this show so much because it shows how many people that they could like meet and date 
in like a non online dating forum yeah it feels like a freaking fairy tale (laughs) (laughs) truly (laughs) we basically covered everything i wanted to really talk about the only other thing that i wanted to discuss is just the costuming like hannah's outfits they are so bad that they are so good like even like the way that like things were like ill-fitting was like so fascinating to me and like done so well they it just made them all seem like way real yes and I just couldn't stop looking at it that was like one of my the main things I was paying attention to in this rewatch was just Hannah's outfits because they were truly (laughs) so bad there were maybe (laughs) be like a couple pieces that like it's like she has a good like closet and she pairs things up in, like, the absolute most awful ways. The clothes were not intended to be worn. <laughs> well, and then it's like she gets pregnant and immediately she's wearing these outfits that, like, 60-year-olds wear. Like, she's wearing this specific, like, fl- fl- like dress that is, like, you would find that at, like, the DI. And, like, it, it's cute. But, like, it was, it, it just was very relatable and funny it's so funny i do love the short alls look though when she's pregnant the shorter alls look is great it's perfect uh you know who we didn't talk about really at all though is adam driver oh my gosh good point i couldn't stop thinking about how wild it was that they even got him oh my gosh well i mean that kind of opens up the conversation to like i feel like lena dunham knows how to cast because look around Everyone from this show is doing something. Maybe not really Ray, but like literally every other person is working, if not a superstar currently. Like Adam Driver is so famous. He's getting that Disney Star Wars money. He's in a literal Disneyland ride. (laughs) He's in the Rise of the Resistance. That is crazy. Hey, good point. Good point. (sighs) Um... Adam, the character of Adam is so interesting, and it's also really funny that his name is also Adam. Um, I felt like the first time I watched the show, especially season one, he's like a pretty shocking character. Like I, he's kind of like grotesque, and like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, it's just like you. The way that you meet him is like appalling. Like he's just like kind of this like gross man to me. And I don't know if it's partly because I'm so much more familiar with Adam Driver now and really love him as an actor. And I think he's so great. Um, and also I'm more attracted to him. Like the first time you see him in Girls, I was like, this is the strangest looking man I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. But now I just like kind of see the appeal. And um, But I feel like I was just overall more sympathetic of his character. I feel like, especially knowing kind of where he ends up as and like starting the show with more context of who he is and his past and how he's actually like a really like good caring person Mm -hmm. in general like um I don't know I just I just found myself being more sympathetic of him and like I was really I was more moved this time when Hannah was having her OCD relapse and he like just runs to go help her and stuff like I was like 
I, the first time I was kind of like, I don't, I, these two worry me together. I don't really like this and stuff. But like, I was just like really, really happy. And what really got me though, their iconic diner scene in the last season. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I mean, like Lena's acting like the way that she just slowly starts crying and like, they're just both realizing they can't live in this dreamland. Like that is that is just one of my favorite scenes of all. And they're amazing. It's an amazing scene. And yeah, I completely agree. I was talking about this show with my sister, which again I'll get it I'll get into that in another <laughs> portion of this episode here shortly. But um she was like, Isn't Adam's character just like so gross? And I was like no, I love like I like I just like feel for him and like I do we ever know, find anything out really about his family life other than his sister? I don't really remember anything about. Their I don't parents. think we really do, um, which is just like really interesting because I feel like I know so much about him, but like we yeah. he's still kind of mysterious, which I think is cool. Um, and yeah, I just like something I really, my, one of my other main takeaways with, from his character is just like how protective he is over his like love of Hannah. Like Mm -hmm. even every time his, uh, Jessa tries to like shit talk on Hannah and try to, Mm -hmm. tries to like reframe their relationship to try to make their current relationship better. He's just like not having it. He's like, no, like you've misinterpreted our relationship and like it actually was Mm -hmm. really special and like I loved her and like kind of will always love her and I loved that yeah it's really beautiful I also loved um something that Taylor and I talked about was how so many there's so many characters that are only children and I the episode where his sister run like abandons the baby and Laird (laughs) oh Laird (laughs) um when she runs away basically and Jessa doesn't well it's actually ironic now that I say that because it is revealed later Jessa does have a sister but they have a very different relationship and I think she loves people differently than Adam loves people but like Mm -hmm. they've shown Adam fighting with his sister I guess this happens twice because when he and Hannah are still together and his sister also goes missing Hannah's like, well, I told her to leave. She's like, you were fighting with her all week and all this stuff. It was so awful. And he's like, that's my sister. And he like goes out and then him caring for the baby when she goes missing again. Like, I don't know. There's just, he's such a layered character. He is so, so fascinating. There's a lot of stuff about him. I really don't like, like a lot of unsavory stuff. Usually it's all virginity with sex and Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, especially when he's dating Sherry Appleby, that's really tough to watch. But um like I he's one of the most fascinating characters on the show. Truly so fascinating. And I think that like um in those episodes where he kind of reverts back to some old habits and um tendencies like because he starts drinking again um which I think is also just like again character development you kind of like get to Mm -hmm. see past him by seeing current him and it's just like uh, it's done really well Uh, it's so good it's so good he he really is so fascinating and I think I don't think that another actor could do it as well I think a lot of it is because it's Adam Driver Mm -hmm. yeah I agree 
Um, okay, before we get to our little bonus section of this episode, um, I feel like we have to talk about kind of the uh, pushback this show has received and like feedback this show has received throughout the years from like when it was on till now. Uh, do you think it deserves the criticism that it's gotten? Do you agree with it? What's your take? I I don't think it deserves the criticism, especially because I think every single thing that it gets critiqued for, the show is doing it all on purpose. Um, I think it's written almost anticipating critiques it was going to get. Um, it's not that I think every every single thing in it is perfect. Um, like, for example... <laughs> The, there was one episode where I was just like so annoyed the whole time and it was when Jake Lacey and Hannah like they're driving somewhere and they break up and she, he, he like leaves her there and then she, Ray comes to get her in his food truck and Hannah is an idiot and the food truck rolls over and like that Which, episode like, did we even know he had a food truck no and now it never comes back because she killed it. Like, it's just like, yeah. that episode was just ridiculous. But um, that's literally, like, the only thing I can think of that I was like, um, this plot line was stupid. Every plot line, to me, even if it's cringy and hard to watch, it's all, like, intentional. It's all so well-crafted. And I think that all the complaints about, like, oh, these characters are so annoying and unlikable and it's like yeah she knows and they all know and they like address some criticisms literally in some of the scripts as the show goes on Mm -hmm. and I was also thinking like what shows before this had quote-unquote unlikable female characters especially young ones as the leads I couldn't really think of very many it's there's plenty of unlikable male anti-hero centered tv shows but i feel like this was one of the first of this popular of a show of like unlikable girls you know i agree yeah i completely agree and i agree with you i think they were a lot more um they were in on the joke more than anyone gave them credit for and like uh allison williams even said that in a recent (laughs) interview which was honestly kind of creepy me and Jordan were talking about how like does Allison Williams like is she exactly the same as Marnie and like do, is she in on the joke and she's then so good and convincing that I really you have to wonder you really have to wonder when she's you really singing Kanye West <laughs> <laughs> like it's so cringy that you like it's like oh it can't not be her um and like literally not I think it was like a day or two later after we were asking like is she in on the joke she did this interview with Vulture and was like of course like I was in on the joke like if you think that that's really how I am then like that means I was a good actor basically and it was just like like, so funny like she used the phrase yes I'm in on the joke (laughs) Like she was directly <laughs> responding to me and Jordan. <laughs> it was really wild and really scary. Also, along with, uh, not to change the subject again, but um, when the very last episode, Marnie's like driving and Lena's in the back seat, it was kind of eerie. It was like a, it was a prequel to her get out character where she's like driving the car. Like it just like, 
<gasps> she had the same like kind of facial expressions and I was like wow this is like a prequel like she's driving the car and now she's going to be driving the car and get out and mm-hmm. yeah it was just kind of funny that's so funny there are some parts or some seasons when she like suddenly she had like side bangs and I was like was mm-hmm. she filming get out because those side bangs could be brushed forward because she has bangs and get out. And I was like, was this all happening at the same time? Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even look up, bother looking up the dates of how that corresponded, but I thought but it. Good question. <laughs> Wish I could answer it for you. Okay. Should we go to our bonus section? Yeah. This is almost like instead of crush. Yeah. I don't think we need one because we're, propping basically everyone up in this show anyway i guess uh something else i feel like we should mention is how insane all of the cameos are again jordan already uh praised lena dunham for the casting which like i don't even know if lena is the only person (laughs) has to say in that but sure i feel like she I mean, yeah, like, I mean, not to undo all the work of casting departments, but, like, this is her show. I feel like but she also would Judd Apatow. Judd yeah, Apatow. True. And, like, he's known but for the exact the people, same thing. Like, Jessa and Ray, like, she and Jessa, like, grew up together. It's true. And, and Jessa wasn't even an actress before this. Which is honestly wild. That's so Truly. crazy. And Ray, I think, was in... Did you ever watch Tiny Furniture? I watched it like once a billion years ago. Um, And I think he's in it. Like a lot of these people are like her friends, you know? So it's like, she's got, she's got a, she's got a big uh, say. It's true. It's true. Um, But anyway, it's, I honestly found it worth watching just to remember and see all the cameos of people before they made it big because there's so many people where it's like, they're in this it's so happens wild. literally almost every episode seriously it's so fun um okay so i thought it would be fun to copy my other favorite podcast las culturistas <laughs> at the end of all of their uh podcast episodes they do um and i don't think so honey which is like they give each other one minute to go off on a rant about whatever they want. And so for our I Don't Think So Honeys, we are going to defend one of the girls' characters that people uh, tend to dislike or give a lot of shit. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, great. I'll find um, we'll, okay. We're going to put one minute on the clock. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I haven't even said this out loud, so I don't know how long it'll be. I haven't said mine out loud either, so it'll be fun. (laughs) Um, I, I, for mine, I picked Jessa. I'm going to do justice for Jessa. Even though Jessa is not my favorite character, I am very frustrated by her very often, but I think there is a defense for Jessa. So I'm going to do it. Has it started? Okay. I can't wait. I started it, but I'll read, I'll, I'll start it again. That was just my intro. <laughs> intro. Okay. Um, in defense of Jessa on the count of three. One, two, three, go. Okay. Jessa is, yes, she's annoying. She's entitled. She is very selfish. And she's also pretentious. But I every, every character is. Like, truly every character is. But I think that Jessa, 
like I don't I think you could argue that like she's come from the by far the darkest past like she has suffered from several addictions she had neglectful parents like she is all she's in survival mode and the whole show basically she tries to reject being dependent on anyone like emotionally or like with her like physical needs and pushes everyone away and I do think it's really hard for to defend her and Adam getting together but some of my favorite parts of the show are seeing her like She's finally found someone who understands her Ten going seconds. Through, oh crap. Her sobriety <laughs> and how intense she is. And it's also heartbreaking. Like she knows what this will do to Hannah and that she can't, you know, but then like she does and then trying to convince herself she doesn't care. And I just think it's really compelling and heartbreaking. Beautiful. And I want this is after the time. But <laughs> I cried a lot and when they kind of reconcile in the second last episode it's it's really really beautiful and it's, it's one of really my favorite moving. moments so yeah yeah i um i had kind of forgotten how um strong she was at first to not get together with adam like she yes. actually tried very hard not to get together with him which was more than any of the other girls ever did with like any situation like that it's true and um i applauded her for that and um yeah i think you made all great points thank you she's just a really unhappy person and this was like kind of the one of the only times we see her potentially being happy but she like knew she shouldn't and it was just mm-hmm. really sad it was it's really it's a sad. sad situation but i i also love how watching it unfold is another mm-hmm. just one of those storylines on girls that sucks. Yep. But I love it. Well, and also I was actually going to mention this when we were talking about Adam, but like that episode where he's like, well, I'll pay for your schooling. Like I actually have a ton of money saved up in the bank. <laughs> like you would never know. And I just also, I love that about his character that he's actually rich, but like doesn't even want to be. And he's like, he sure. Like, like I'll pay shed. for your school. <laughs> may as well be like an unfinished like shed yep. it's yep crazy it's oh, so gosh. wild okay. okay well you can give your intro and then i'll start the timer okay my intro is just that when i was talking to my sister about this show i don't think she's finished it i don't know how far she's even gotten in this show i think she stopped watching it um if i'm wrong carly you can text me and tell me so but <laughs> Um, so she was saying how she hates Shoshana and thinks that Shoshana is really annoying. So this is so weird. My, I don't think so, honey, justice for Shoshana. Okay, perfect. And might I say, that's a pretty hot take that you watch, you start girls and the person you think is the most annoying is Shoshana. Wow. 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 Okay. It's true. One minute starting now. Shoshana and I have a lot in common. She is the baby of the friend group, and I really relate to that, even though people tend to think that I am the oldest of the friend group, which I think also Shoshana happens with Shoshana. She is um, actually, like, the most mature one of the group and probably the most – I'm not going to say I'm the most, uh, like, stable, that, but, like, she probably is in in their friend group. Like, she actually – 
cares about having a job and like be employed and um finds joy in that um i appreciated that she didn't get back together with ray um even though i she asked him to and he said no but like she let that go and didn't like fester on that um, I think that 10 seconds, I, oh my gosh, I love that she I, moves to Japan really without any, any thought and just like is totally up for it. She's actually very smart. She learned Japanese very quickly. She has the best style of all of them. And I think she's the least Time. supportive of the group. Brilliant points and 100% true. She, they treat her like dirt. Like I, okay. While we're talking about, it's like compare Jessa and Adam to Marnie and Ray. It's not that different of a situation. And no. Marnie handles it 1000% worse than Jessa. Marnie doesn't even try to stop it. She doesn't. When she goes to apologize, quote unquote, to. I've said quote unquote like a billion times. It's going to drive me nuts when I'm editing this. <laughs> um, I haven't even noticed. Well, I'm amazed. Um,. When she goes over to like apologize to to Shosh, she's like, <laughs> it's not even about Shosh. It's like Marnie wanted to go to announce this juicy drama more than anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's wild. And so it's like, there's like no emotions there. And like, maybe that makes it less of a betrayal kind of than Jessa and Adam, where it's like love. But it's like, she handles it so. Jessa doesn't handle it well with Hannah, but like, she at least feels remorse and feels guilty. Marnie's just like, la, la, la. Like, well, it's just Shosh. Like, who cares? You know, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't take Shoshana seriously at all. No. Uh, that's another part of uh, Jessa that I related to, actually, that I meant to mention was that, like, when she starts pushing Hannah away by just being so rude to her, I, yeah. I have done that many times before in my life, and I hate that about me. And I really related to that. Um, but yeah, Marnie does the complete opposite where she's just like expects that everyone is totally fine. And like, um, as long as she gets it off her chest, it doesn't really matter how it affects the other people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's so bad. She, yeah. And I think like it wouldn't happen with Adam because she, I, she has more respect for Hannah in there and her friendship with Hannah. Then Shoshana to her is just like this, like kind of a nobody Mm -hmm. and so like i think she would have handled differently if that had been hannah's ex and so to me that just further shows the disrespect for shosh true but also makes it kind of funny that she ended up being kind of the only one who was invited to her engagement party for real (laughs) (laughs) wow good point that is like (sighs) shoshana literally yells i hate you at marnie (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really, really she, funny. She, like, calls her evil. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. I love Shoshana. She's my favorite character. Um, I also love the name Shoshana. I think it's a really mm-hmm. fun name. And I like I the too. nickname Shosh. It reminds me of Inglorious Bastards. Because oh, yeah. The main girl is Shoshana. Good point. Like Hebrew name. It's awesome. It's like the coolest name in the world. I love uh, it. And she gets to date Jason Ritter. <laughs> she does. That is another true. amazing cameo. One thing that was really, really cracking me up is when um he goes to pick her up from the airport in that poster. The, <laughs> it's like 
Shosh's the most or something. And I was like, he made that. He 100% made that poster himself. Jason Ritter made yes. that. <laughs> they did not ask him to do that. He no. was just doing it for sure. Oh, oh my gosh. My if you gosh. ever meet him again, because you did meet him one time, right? At Park no, City. I never have. Or, no, that, that was no. our friend Sam. Yeah. If oh, you yeah. ever meet him, you should ask him. You have you something to poster? ask him. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good question. Uh, That's actually perfect because if you ever find yourself in like a Q&A situation... I was mm-hmm. at a and a that Taika with Taika at Sundance, me and Rachel. Nine blank. D- can't think of a and a A Q to be aid. Um, a Q to be And now aid. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I always try to come up with like different things that I would say to people if I ever met them people being famous people and yeah mind blank but you got to be ready well what did you say to christopher abbott when you met him aka (laughs) charlie (laughs) oh my gosh good question i literally don't think i said anything other than like can i take a picture with you (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny though that like (sighs) you have a picture with someone from girls silent Maybe I said, like, I love you and girls. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. I was probably so embarrassing. Uh, well, that's just how it goes. He was too hot for me to even think about a word. Uh, wow. Uh, well, anything else we left out on the t- we need to air out? <laughs> Say? I don't know <laughs> what I'm saying. I think, I think we said it all. I think we did too. I just love the show and I think it deserves more credit, honestly. I do too. And I'm glad it's having a resurgence. I was going to say those word for word, what you just said. Whoa. And I was was going to use resurgence. That's pretty wild because I said that word and I was like, "Mm, I don't know if that word made sense. (laughs) So if you were going to say it, that really means something. Two two brains thought it so it's must be good and accurate i was just looking up to see i was wondering if it won any awards and um her lena's mom laureen won uh outstanding guest actress in the comedy series a primetime emmy oh wait that was she was just nominated i do love her parents that's the last thing I'll say. Her parents I, are so good. I love her parents. And actually, they even go on a really great character development because I feel really bad for both of them. And I I love them. They're great. And, they and Hannah great. would be Hannah would be a tough daughter. All kids are tough, like being a parent's <laughs> hard, but she would be I love like the little anecdotes <laughs> that she'll drop of like well, that was when I had scurvy or like some random <laughs> thing from her past that was just like so weird or like an excuse. Like, wow. But they love her. Like she clashes with her mom more. But like her dad's so sweet how it's like when he's like, no, I can't give you any more money. Mom, mom's getting mad that I keep giving you so much <laughs> money. 
<laughs> and he's like, and I think you're manipulating me. Like I was, I was just like, wow, these, I don't know. They're good people and they have their moments too. But I just really like her parents. They're they good. really humanize her and like make yes. me feel for her more. And so I'm really glad that yeah. they were included in the show so much. I totally um, agree. And actually her dad won an Emmy. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And then oh my also. Gosh. I just had a brain explosion about her dad because her dad is like old pals with Tom Hanks. Because they were on a TV okay. show together in like the 80s. And freaking Rita Wilson. Hello. <gasps> Marnie's mom. Oh my gosh. Fun. Oh my gosh. I did not even think about the Tom Hanks of it all. That's fun. <sighs> wow. Okay. I'm so sorry. What were you going to say? No, the other thing I was just going to say is that the other Emmy they won was Outstanding Casting for a Comedy Series. <gasps> and it was Jennifer Houston U- who won that. So wow. props to Jennifer. <laughs> okay. You're the, she's the brains behind this operation. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe those are the only two Emmys they ever won. Yeah, they were nominated for more, but those are the only winning ones. Wow. And I bet all the Emmy, like, Academy voters or whatever were like, oh, I'm not voting for this. Like, this little girl writing this TV show. Probably, yeah. And, like, now, I here's the thing. I think, I really think that people view female creators differently now. There's still, like, obviously a lot of misogyny and women haters out there but i think in in for entertainment it has shifted i think significantly i mean this was it started 10 11 years ago and i think that this would have been upheld a lot differently than it was back then and this was a this was a really like an amazingly popular show but it was also like Mm -hmm. think pieces would be written about her and millennials and stuff and i think if this came out now it would be like I don't know. I think it would be more universally loved. I completely agree. I think that that is a perfect point. And a great point to end on. I universally love it. And I'm glad you do too. So that we could talk about it. Catch us using girls characters in every single top three moving forward. (laughs) Because it's so fresh in our minds. It's so true. It really will. Wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was an amazing time rewatching it. Loved it. Yeah, highly recommend. I just finished it for my third time, and I'm ready for my fourth. So bring it on. <laughs> if you happen to listen to us for this full hour plus some time <laughs> of us talking about girls, we love you and appreciate you, and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. I'm in my Ray era.